we're back. I'm Rebecca. I'm Donna. And I'm David. And you're joining us today for part two of the energy of psychic reading. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> so, where did we leave off <laughs> in our last episode? <laughs> well, I know we were talking a little bit about payments and, mm-hmm. and whether we should charge or shouldn't charge. You know, as a psychic, what does that mean? Um, and I know some of what I know we all agree on this that that being a psychic and being able to functionally give someone a reading is a skill and a gift and both. And uh, because just because you're psychic doesn't mean that you're necessarily good at talking to someone else or whatever. So I think there's there's a skill and a gift that work together. Mm-hmm. And we work hard to to bring our skill to a good level that helps people and that makes a difference for people. So charging for me, it just makes sense. And I don't feel that I need to give my time and expertise and skills and gifts away. Right. Now, for me, as we have talked about many times, I do think keeping the mind of being in service is always important. So... So I make sure that people get value for their money. I make sure that people feel satisfied or that they, they came, they got what they came for in terms of growth or healing or those kind of things. And, um, and I, I personally tend, and I don't know about you guys, but I tend to be willing to answer some follow-up questions down the road or, you know, not give away a whole nother reading for free, but if you come back to me a week later and say, you know, you said blah, 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 what did you mean by that? I'm willing to follow up. Mm-hmm. Right. I call that giving more value than what you charged for, and, and I think and and I think the rates here at Common Knowledge were pretty more than competitive. Yeah. And um, but yeah, that's actually like like a, when you give out when you provide more value than what you charge for, it's just magnetic. So mm-hmm. doing, I do the exact same thing. Now, there's a limit, obviously a limit to that. Like, and one more question is fine. Two is pushing it, and then beyond that, yeah. it's kind of like looking at the reading. Yeah, but for sure. yeah, no, I'm a big believer in providing like as much value, like really packing that reading with as much information and good and, and clarity as possible. Well, and I think there's more ways to be of service too than just giving away your talents and gifts. I mean, and one of the things, you can donate your talents or gifts, you know. I know one of our readers at Calling All Angels did a, did a, an event for a nonprofit recently, and she donated her time doing readings to that group, and the group made the money off of it. Okay. Is the, it, it with the people that think you shouldn't charge, is that, should the group not get the money? I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, I think there's definitely, there's ways to be of service that doesn't, Mean just giving away your your right. Well, and I think that people that don't want if they don't think they should be charged, they should find a reader that 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 doesn't charge. We shouldn't be in any sort of like a a head bunny about whether about yeah. But so they're you know what, and they're if they don't feel like they should be charged, people which I haven't run into again for very much ever or if ever. But if they feel that way, then I may not be the way match for that. Yeah, right? Because exactly. I really am a believer that when you when you exchange energy, 
that more value is yes. pursued. Not even just pursued, but the, 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 there's like a, a thing about it being uh, valued and and taken more seriously. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it's, I think, well understood and well documented that humans in general do not value what they don't pay for, whether that's with a cash exchange or some sort of energy exchange or some sort of service exchange. Mm -hmm. People mm -hmm. who don't have skin in the game, however that looks, tend to not appreciate what they've been given. Or take Very it seriously true. or do yeah. anything with it. Mm -hmm. So then it, then that becomes just this big open uh, abyss of nobody's benefiting. You know? Right. We kind of, you know, uh, I would... I would love to ask my apartment building or my, you know, or, or my mortgage person, you know, I, I feel like I should have this place for free, this roof on uh -huh. my head. So, that just doesn't work. So yeah. we have to, so many we have to exchange units. energy at some point for, what, for, for, for our services and be able to to um, create currency in the world. Money meaning currency, because currency is supposed to move. So if the movement needs to keep happening, that includes to us. Yeah. Well, and one of the things about our our little space here at Calling All Angels, all of our readers here are independent contractors with the right to control his or her own business. So they they can run their business how they see fit. But having a business of your own also means that, you, like we were talking about in the last episode, there are expenses that go along with that. Mm -hmm. And so we have. We try to keep our rates here very competitive with what the market around us will support, and then that way, you know, people don't have to go and clean apartments at night or office buildings at night to make ends meet and stuff like that. It shouldn't. We would hope that, you know, the people working here in our healing center are are able to sustain themselves through yeah. their gifts yeah. so that yeah. they can have quality of life and joy and all that kind of stuff. We just happen to have, uh, you know, a set of skills, uh, skill set that you can't necessarily be taught in school. So I don't think that that makes it any less valuable. And I don't think that because a reader does or doesn't charge for their services, that that is any indication of the level of skill that they bear. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I've known a lot of really, really good readers that didn't charge much, and then I've known a lot of people who charge a whole bunch of money that were not. Some really well-known people that have had right. heard of charge Exorbitant amounts that have been, like, just even blown my mind. Right. And then I've heard mixed reviews about it. So, yeah, you're right. Same thing with getting, like, a hair pack. Mm -hmm. I've right. had some I've amazing haircuts at, at you know, sport clips, which is $22, and I've had some really mediocre haircuts <laughs> at, at, at finer salons that cost me $45 plus, plus tap. But, right. um, anyway, but, so yeah, sometimes the, the price and the skill level are not congruent. Right. You know, sometimes you get the best from somebody that is maybe undercharging, but that's a whole other subject, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So when, so, Devin's kind of, you can move on from that part of the conversation. What I was wondering about is if we wanted to talk about being, about psychic readings from the perspective of the client. Absolutely. Like you've had, we've all had readings, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, what, yeah. what do At you, this table, yes. what do you do, um, you know, when you go in for a reading, what are you looking for? What are you, uh, wanting to? That's an awesome thought. Yeah. That's great. I Who have to start with that. 
I have some places to start, but uh, yeah. if you want, oh, uh, absolutely. <laughs> so I I think about this a lot because I I've gotten a lot of readings over my lifetime, and and I think you know I've had some good ones and I've had some ones that I don't feel comfortable with or good, and so and I've spent a lot of time really thinking about what makes a good reading, what doesn't, you know, what makes a good reader, what doesn't, um, that kind of thing, and one thing, so. I spent a lot of time in doing big fairs and not only putting them on as part of my old company, but uh, but attending them. In, and there's a lot of readers of different generations, and, and I've noticed there's a certain, this seems to be a little bit older generation of readers that uh, kind of has the, they talk about doing the circuit or you know, like they, an old school type of a mindset. Yeah, that they're they're kind of like like the carnivals, you know, like <laughs> you know, the carnival the circuit. You know, is that what you would call fortune telling? They they kind of view their role in the world as going out there and just getting people to pay them, <laughs> you know, twenty bucks a reading and. Yeah, so they're not really in service. They're just I, I felt like that. I felt like a lot of those people, they may have started out in service, or they, or, or that's just never been a part of their thing. But, but many of them, I just think, are jaded. They've been around too long. They've seen people being taken advantage of. They've taken advantage of people. And I'm not really talking about any particular person, you know. But, but what I, I've experienced some of those readers particularly. They seem to fall into that into that uh, group of the circuit readers <laughs> yep. um, who they they're very focused on um, on wow and that may be where some of that comes from on wowing the, the customer and I guess they're giving them a lot of information they the customer already has or the client already has to impress them you know but that and yeah, that comes into the fortune telling and all of that, and um, and it used to really bother me because I've had a, many readings from those those people, and recently we had Dave the Mystic on, and uh, I think I mentioned during that episode that I mentored with him, and at one point I even asked him about this because I I couldn't understand it. Sometimes you, sometimes I would go to see a reader, and they would be very accurate and they could tell me very specific things. And yet I always, there was times where I just felt like, well, they were very accurate, but the quality of their information mm-hmm. didn't resonate or their advice didn't, it wasn't crappy advice or, or whatever. <laughs> like it wasn't personalized? Or no, was that, it could be very personalized. Oh, okay. It could be very specific information that had to do with me specifically, mm-hmm. but the energy of the advice or the whatever, oh, sometimes it would feel really off. Or that it would feel like sometimes they would tell you something that would almost be harmful to you, or you know things like that. And I couldn't understand it because here I thought, okay, we've got someone who's clearly very accurate; they have some kind of gift. But why is their reading falling flat? Then why is it hurting me? Why is it making me feel anxiety after it and things like that? Mm-hmm. So I asked Dave about that at one point, and he he explained to me that. Some people get their information from the astral plane. So, like, spirits that haven't crossed over. Mm-hmm. Um, 
or, you know, that kind of thing. And just because someone's dead doesn't make them wise, right? <laughs> so, you know, he's saying to, with readers, it, it matters if they're getting their information from the angelic realms or the astral realm. Mm-hmm. And so they can be very accurate because spirits float around in the astral plane and they can see a lot of things. So they can come back and report, oh, yeah, so-and-so said this, or I heard that. But they're not putting the wisdom with it. That only comes from the angelic realm. So they're mm-hmm. like, Mm-hmm. Spiritual gossipers, like kind of like 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 I said, like dead people who haven't been crossed over. They can they can go listen in and all kinds of conversations and come back to the reader and tell them stuff. Right, right. But like, it lower, like lower frequency messages, oh, so okay. messages that are not for people's highest and best. Right, they're just they they just seem like well they're accurate, but they're not necessarily giving them um, wisdom mm-hmm. with it. And I and I really observed that a lot after that. That was years ago that I had that conversation with Dave. And I think um, that makes so much sense to me because there's a lot of readers out there who can give you very scary, accurate information. Like this is what happened, and this is what you know this person said or whatever. But they don't add the wisdom with it. And I and what I've understood then through my own spirit guides as well, is that, you know, it matters where the information comes from. And from the angelic realms, you're getting the higher wisdom. So I think as a client, I'm super careful about who I let read for me at this point. And at this point, I I definitely can discern, you know, um, the energy that I'm feeling from the reader, if that's going to be healthy for me or not. Absolutely. And I rarely go to see. I mean, for a long time, actually, a part of what I did in the world with Wonders Tribe and stuff like that, um, I was trying to be helpful to people who were learning to do readings and things like that. Um, I quit doing that, too, because... And that was your metaphysical networking business? Yeah. Yeah, I remember reading that. (laughs) And... Uh, so I kind of quit doing that. I quit letting people practice on me or whatever, even because I feel like, you know, as a client, you know, I don't want to put myself in a bad position, right? Like to get so so information or information that causes me to have anxiety and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty careful about who I go to for a reading these days. Well, I something really just popped up in my head right when you said that, and it's about this is why. This is why I'm not a reader full-time, and that doesn't mean that readers full-time are any less about it, mm-hmm. but it's about walking your talk. Mm-hmm. So I think that it boils down to, is this reader following the frequency and the ethics of mm-hmm. what they're saying? Does that make sense? Are they, are they doing, are they living their, are they living... Their, their own message. Their own messages. Yeah, exactly. That, that's what I find can be a real gap in the reading. Oh, world, yeah. Is that the, there are people that are great readers, but their intentions or their personal, you can almost sense in their personal like, auras or frequencies that they're really out of alignment. They're not um, doing their own work. Exactly. Or their egos themselves. are out of control. Yeah. And so that it's like, look at me. I'm in the spotlight, which is, to me, what I look, what I do not look for in a reader is mm-hmm. somebody that's in the spot or that thinks that they're in the spotlight. 
that's not what that's not it's not about them. It's about the client. It's about the client they're leading a hundred percent. It's not about allowing somebody like you said that. It's mm-hmm. about um because I consider getting leading really personal. Like it is very personal. It's a sacred space. And yes, personal. it is. Yeah. It is. So you can't really... You're kind of making an agreement to get real intimate with almost a total stranger for an hour. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're and very personal. May, nobody else may know. Right? Or, or discussing things that, that may be so incredibly... Personal, private. Yeah. yeah, or or triggering to them and being holding space for them. Right. Really, I just take that oh, every bit as a, much as a fiduciary responsibility yes. as being a realtor or mm-hmm. a lawyer or a doctor. Right. right. It's like also just keeping that confidence. So I look for yeah. somebody that's oh, that it. keeps that is confidential. That's not going to skew the you know what what the who who they read for and what the, what it was about and how weird you know what I mean that that sacredness of it's treating it like a like a counselor or a therapist type of a uh, client relationship or and the confidential confidentiality and the respect around that yeah. and then um, the other thing I look for in a reader is that they talk about my reading more than they talk about themselves. Oh, yeah. I've gone to readers that spend three oh, quarters yeah. of the time telling these stories about themselves. And I'm thinking, when is it my turn to ask a question? And I, I that doesn't happen you. very much, but <laughs> it's happened before. That's a lot of that old school. Yeah. Whereas I am just, like, when I'm telling a story, there's always, there's always a connection to the client. Mm-hmm. So I would, if it's someone's going to tell, give me a message that involves a personal story, it should have a connection to, to what I'm asking about, versus them hearing the sound of their own voice while I'm while I'm paying for it. Agreed. Okay. And there is a there is, and I won't name names, but there's a reader. <laughs> there's a reader on the circuit <laughs> that that, and that's the one that drove it home for me so strong. There are people like that. I I went to get a private reading from her one time, and I went to a big event that she did with a public event. And in both of those situations, she spent the entire time talking about herself, what she could teach you. You should buy her books. You should oh, do this, yeah. that, and everything. And it and there was nothing. I asked for my money back at the big event, and at the little one, it was just a like at a fair kind of a thing, and I didn't pay her very much, so. I just let her keep my 20 bucks or whatever, and um, I just put a note in my, she she literally didn't read me at all. She she literally spent the entire time explaining to me why her book, I needed to buy her book. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I totally, could. so that's the, those are, that's a major thing for me, is, and especially being a reader, like I'm very cognizant about keeping my own personal experiences in regards mm-hmm. to their reading very, very succinct. Yes. And, and well, because it's about, I want to spend 99% of my time looking at what their issues are yes. instead, of, mm-hmm. instead of them paying for it. I just don't even entertain that. So, only, so and the only thing that I, I say uh, for me, my reading style and the way that I do a lot of times I will share a story from my personal history, mm-hmm. yeah, but it's too. because it illustrates a concept for them that they that I'm trying to get across. So exactly, but I'm sure you keep it 
well, a very, a direct, very it, um, abridged it, it has to do with very specifically to whether it will benefit that person or not. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is it has to be the right match. There are some readers that are really great matches for certain types mm-hmm. of clients. Yeah. So what I do as an intuitive when I'm looking for a reader is that I look for somebody that kind of speaks the language that I speak in, yeah. in a way that I would understand. I am not going to go to a to somebody that you know is completely into aliens, or mm-hmm. I mean, not not and not that that doesn't exist, but if the, if everything relates to the to some other realm, then I'm not I'm probably not going to connect with that. Whereas yeah. somebody else would. Um, I want I want real concrete life advice experience mm-hmm. or advice that I can utilize here, just like what you were saying. Yeah, um, is like. Things and, and being able to relate on their level. That does not mean that that person's not a great reader. They're right. just not. They're so it's about matching the right reader with the right person. Right. So I always look for the right energetic match when I'm going to do a reading. And I I have to admit that I haven't gotten one for quite a while. I mean, there was a phase before yeah. I started reading that I used to get them more regularly. Yeah. I've kind of not. Yeah, I don't done do that reading very often either. And, and I'm very particular, again, mm-hmm. because it's a personal exchange, I understand as a reader, mm-hmm. how personal that is. Mm-hmm. So it's going to have to be someone that I really trust in order to yeah. get that from them, including there's a, a lot of, there's something we call, in the, in this, in this called the trade, mm-hmm. where you'll give a reading to get uh, some energy work or whatever. Still very picky. Like, do mm-hmm. I want energy work from that person? Mm-hmm. Do I want to be? Do I want them in in my space, mm-hmm. in my energy space? So that's a. And then one more thing is, um, readers that are objective versus them mm-hmm. utilizing their own their own um shade mm-hmm. or their own experiences, and not necessarily that they're sharing their stories, but you like, but interpreting things. From, from the perspective of their experience. That, meaning like, well, if they were in a bad relationship, then you better never get into one because yeah. relationships are bad. Right? Relationships exactly are bad because I was about. in a bad one. But, and they're trying to help you, but that's not an objective one. Right. That's a subjective one, and it's kind of putting a cloud over the information that they're receiving and, and exactly interpreting it in a way. Yeah, interpreting it in a way that's not appropriate for the person giving the reading. And that's where the thing comes in about doing their own work. They they got to do their own work because otherwise it does color everything. Exactly. They've got to walk the talk. And and I, well, I knew an intuitive. She wasn't exactly a reader except for she was a life coach or whatever, but she said that she brought her intuition into it and stuff. And so she kind of coached you based on intuitive basis. And she had had a bad marriage, bad breakup, and I will tell you, there was no man that she liked. Right, and so that's an inappropriate, <laughs> to me, that's an, exactly what it I mean by so inappropriate yeah. interpretation. And she shouldn't be really coaching someone either, nope. because everything was very colored by that for her. Exactly, and people can be that way about money. Well, money's really difficult to manifest, mm-hmm. so... You better work this, and you better do this and this and this, and not quit that job. Yeah. You better not quit that job until you have this in mind. Well, that is not a, a, another version of not having a good reading. Yeah. That the person that you may be reading for may have 
more capability than you as the reader in manifesting money. And you have to be able to intuit those things. So scaring people based on personal experiences is a no-no. Um, and let me see if I have anything else. I have a no-no. Oh, no, no. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. I mean, I'll just say this first. Yeah. Um, doing a reading, so utilizing the cards um, as a tool versus... Um, versus reading them literally. Yeah. I've had I've had readers and astrology too. It's like the I've had readers read the cards literally, like the lovers card. Well, it's this, this, and this, and there's no real interpretation to it. Mm-hmm. So it's a, they've got a good grasp, and there's some very popular readers that do that, and it's yeah. just not my thing um, when I'm looking for a reading that are really great scientifically at at uh, at talking about what the interpretation of the card is versus you utilizing the card as a tool. Mm-hmm. The cards, to me, are ever-changing right. based upon the client. They, yeah. have, they, they spit messages out to me that may that have something to do with the card, but it, but it could be very abstract or very literal, depending upon the person. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking for someone that's utilizing the cards or the tools, whatever their modality is, as a tool for their own talent. Right. And that's what, what's your other no-no from? Oh, well, one of the things that I've experienced, and I think there's a whole culture because of people like, uh, what's your name, Teresa Caputo, and the television shows that they have, where uh, there's this whole idea that as a psychic, we can't stop ourselves from telling someone a message that we got, or whatever, and, you know, because, like, I, I mean, I never really watched Teresa Caputo, but from my understanding, she just walks up to people and starts telling them stuff. Right, right. And that, there's, there are psychics and mediums and stuff who do that mm-hmm. out there in the world, and it, it, it really bothers me, because to me, that's a very, um, invasive. It's, 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 it's almost like assault. Yes, it is. Yeah, you, I, I kind of believe in this unspoken, and it's spoken and unspoken. You need permission to give somebody a message yeah. 100% of the time, every time. Mm-hmm. May I give you a message? And if they say no, it's shut down, period. And you must ask that question if you yes. don't know this person, mm-hmm. unless they're a close friend, and you know that they want your message. And you don't even, to me, you don't even say, hey, your dead grandma talked to me. Can I tell you what she said? Oh. It's, you know. Oh. Uh, it's not, it's, it's more just like, you know, I'm a medium and I was getting some information, so would you mind if I shared with you what, you know, and give the person a full-on choice before you what, start yeah, bombarding Yeah, I've them. had people, I actually have made that mistake before. Mm-hmm. When I first started out as a reader, I gave, I spit, I mean, I just didn't, I didn't, my common sense did not take over. Uh-huh. And I started spitting out messages, and this person said, you know, I didn't give you permission to give me messages or reading, and that was the first and last time that ever happened. So yeah, I really, that was a wonderful lesson because I didn't know the difference at the time. And I have, I have been assaulted to me by a, a, a reader. Readers, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I'm think, thinking of one specific one that she did it to me two times, um, two different occasions, and uh, I, you know, the first time. She told me a bunch of things that um, actually caused me anxiety. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I don't think there's mistakes personally in the universe. So, you know, I took that information and the fact that I had anxiety about it and really 
and did my own spiritual journey with it. But, you know, it's not appropriate to do or say something to somebody that's just going to cause them anxiety and then just say, okay, see you later. You know, uh, <laughs> and, and she did it. She tried it a second time. And, um, and I don't, you know, let me get into too much detail, but she wanted to be a reader for the shop or whatever. And the second time she came in to, she did the same thing. And I was like, I can't have someone like that reading at my shop because I, that's not an integrity. Mm-hmm. You can't go around just. No, it's just, about it's about permission. Out I information. set of rules, and permission is number one, right? Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, I've been, I've been on a like an airplane, and you know, I mean, sometimes people's dead people will talk to you, <laughs> and you know, but I always ask if it's okay if I share, and then. um and then tell them that I spent like whole flights talking to a stranger because their their dead grandma was there just chattering all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is wonderful. It could be wonderful, Rebecca. What do you how, what do you look like when you're looking for a reader? Not look like because I'm looking right at you. But uh, when you are looking for a reader, are there turn ons and turn offs and must haves and must nots? So I think I share a lot of the same things that you guys talked about, like when I'm when I'm shopping for a reader, I'm looking for somebody that I have a good connection with and that is um, you know, I I don't necessarily judge somebody's length of time that they've been actively doing readings as a criteria for whether or not I will get a reading with them because I think there are a lot of really gifted mm. psychics or readers that are just launching a business that have, I think their perspective can be so very fresh because they haven't been jaded by being in yes. business for a while and have mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, like injuries business-wise. Yeah. Um, by the same token, you know, if it's something particularly delicate, I may seek out somebody who's got a great length of history in doing successful readings for other people. I will ask for recommendations. Like if I know somebody has actively pursued getting readings and they've had someone in particular that they're really, mm-hmm. you know, feel very connected to or like the readings have always been accurate or helpful, then, you know, I would consider that for sure. David, I know we've had readings, we've had uh, fairs, if you call them that, here in the shop where I've seen people come into the shop and, and line up waiting to get a reading with you. Yeah. And that that yeah. speaks a lot to, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> the kind of reader that you are to, to see people willing to wait in line and sometimes for a very long yeah. time That's to get awesome to, to meet you. with you. Yeah, and I, I think it's really, really pretty awesome to see. Um, I'm a little different than you guys in that I do have a – I do have a reader that I work with regularly. <laughs> oh, you um, have your own reader? Oh, I have my own reader. Well, and of course, you know, we mastermind a lot between the three of us, which mm-hmm. I think right. informal readings for each other. Oh, which, which is are, sometimes the best. Sometimes the best. Informal ones. I know yeah, we have yeah, formal formal readings formal. for each other. And we are absolutely committed to supporting each other for sure. So, yes. yeah, I mean, none of us in this room would ever expect to take advantage of one of the other people yes. in this room by asking them 
to, oh, hey, could you please take care of me for free? None of us would ever do that. We right. expect to, if we're going to get on each other's schedule, we're going to compensate each other for that because we get it, we understand it. Yeah. But because also we're friends and business partners. But on the alternative, we kind of have this ongoing permission. Yeah. Yes. That if, say, we, hey. if I have a message for Donna or Rebecca, yeah. mm-hmm. or they have a message for me, I want to hear it. Because I, I respect these people, mm-hmm. and they're my friends, and I know they have my highest and best. So I generally, oh. I probably wouldn't even get a full reading because it's like, yeah. because we're constantly <laughs> interacting, Sharing, right? We have that exchange, bond, yeah. exchanging information. Yeah. And I take these, when I get them, information from certain people like you two, I take it from that. Yeah, same. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Exactly the same way. If you, either one of you speaks up and says, hey, a thing, I'm listening to the thing. And mm-hmm. it now becomes a part of my reality, whatever it is. Yeah. I, because I've seen, I've seen what both of you are capable of and what you've done to help other people. And so, yeah, yes. I trust you completely. Yeah. But we have another reader here at the at the shop that I get regular tarot readings from because she is deadly accurate mm-hmm. all of the time mm-hmm. and she's a newer reader um, just coming into her craft really but I consult with her regularly because I have found like by working with her um, most of the time what I'm seeking is some sort of clarity on a decision that I'm wrestling uh-huh. with that mm-hmm. I may not have shared openly with other people. Yeah. And it may be, you know, like I am trying to decide between two different opportunities or two different um, possibilities that are presenting, and there may be some complications around either one, and I just need a little bit of clarity. And so it's nice to be able to have this person that I know has my best interest at heart and to... And deadly yeah. accurate to not even have to disclose what the situation is and say, hey, I'm wrestling with a decision. Will you do a reading for me and tell me what you see? And then get that feedback and it helps me make a, a final decision. Uh, I'm always very, very pleased with how it turns out. Sometimes it's, and I think some of our, our clients have maybe had this experience before. Sometimes the message that I get or the, the information is what I wanted to hear at <laughs> all. Right. But you also know mm-hmm. that it's truth, and like you have to, you have to take it to heart. You know? Right. Sometimes the truth is not what is you are hoping for, is. but it is not in the long run probably the best thing that can happen. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, we all have free will. So whatever uh-huh. we get from any message that we receive, we ultimately have the choice whether to act on that or not. Right. You know? And my my general philosophy, even when I'm dealing with my spirit guides, this is what I've been told from spirit to me, is that I always say you are senior in your space. Mm -hmm. So what that means to me is that ultimately no matter what spirit guides tell you, what readers tell you, what somebody else, you know, whatever, a healer, whatever, a teacher, whatever, no matter what, and like I said, that includes the ascended masters, that includes the, the spirit guides. In the end, you have to decide whether it resonates for you or not. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to say, I, I hear you, but I'm not going to do that thing. <coughs> but I think as intelligent beings, it behooves us to listen at I least. Agree. Absolutely. And at least you consider. Yeah. Well, the, so part of the thing as a reader as well is like, you can do, like, I have no attachment to whether you take action on this or not. Right. But I do have a, but I do have an obligation to, you, you we've done this session. I have an obligation to tell you. 
Yeah. Now, what you do with it, it's not going to hurt my feelings either way. You do whatever you need to do with it. But right. It was, but that's an obligation to tell you, or, or not even an obligation, but it is my responsibility to tell you. Are there any turnoffs for you about readers, Rebecca? Like things that you don't, that you, that you've experienced or that you're looking for? Hey, that's not what I, that's not what I need. So I would have a great deal of difficulty with a reader, and I don't know how to put this in a delicate manner, but I would have a great deal of difficulty with a reader that, um, took the approach that I was somehow Oh, I don't know how to word this. Less than because I, yes, inferior or that they were um guru. Like a spiritual guru. Like almost yeah, like a, a more narcissistic yeah. kind of thing. That would be a that would be a no go for me. And unfortunately that is you do find that in our oh, industry. Yeah. That happens oh, gosh, more times than we wish would happen. Um <laughs> and another kind of reading that I've run into, you guys were talking a little while ago about uh, how people should not just approach you out of the blue and give you a reading. And I do wholeheartedly agree with that for the most part. But I have had two times that a reader has spontaneously approached me that just out of the blue with a message for me. And I have to say, both times that that happened, I wasn't expecting it, so it was, you know, it was emotional coming out of nowhere. But both times it was such a profound thing that yeah I wasn't mad I didn't feel bad about it it was totally unexpected and I didn't I personally didn't feel assaulted and I don't know if that's because I'm also it was probably because those people um, were seasoned enough that they probably approached you (laughs) with some sort of unconscious knowledge that you'd be open to it oh that's a that's a really good point you're probably absolutely right about that but both times that that has happened to me, and that's uh, one time when I was in my 30s, and then another time just a couple of months ago here, it was actually another reader here that I hadn't met yet until that day. And uh, both times it was something that was extremely life-healing for me that I really needed to hear. That's fantastic. And so, yeah. No, that Did is, they just want to learn it out? Well, so we were just talking about that, and that the greater possibility is that if they were seasoned readers, which I know at least the one was, that they probably already had a an mm-hmm. inkling that I would be open and receptive to receiving mm-hmm. the message. Yeah. Right. And I, you were here the day um, the other time happened, and I don't remember how she approached us now because it was just such an emotional thing for me that I. Mm-hmm. You'll have to remind me. I will, and that's actually a story we'll share on another podcast because it was it was really kind of stunning, and it we still talk about it in my home to this day. Part of what that reader shared with us is that we had my daughter, my daughter that was here with me that day, who's also a reader here at the shop. Very good, from what I understand. She's very good, and we had a presence with us that day that nobody could have possibly known about Mm -hmm. that our other reader was able to see and identify and, and uh, share information about, and that has changed our family dynamic at home because uh, because we know that that entity is with us now, and it's very comforting, and, you know, it's just a very cool cool thing. It was very cool. No, I, and I think there are exceptions to everything. So right. there are rules, and then there are rules that are broken, and sometimes it's appropriate to break them. Right. So I love that you, that you have an example that it was... Not 
not like, hey, I got kind of permission. Yeah, it these wasn't. People, these people needed to give you a message, and they gave, and they they gave, gave it, it and you, I needed and it. And it worked. Yeah. 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 But I, yes, none of us here are, none of us would be Long Island medium in this room. Mm-hmm. And certainly I would find that maybe a little, you know, to be approached the way they depict it on the show, which yeah. I'm sure is scripted. It's probably not how she normally I was going to say, does she really do that? I, I'm and sure I don't know. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't know, but like I said, it, it breeds this culture that that, that, that it's okay to do. Yeah. yeah, like it's yeah. almost like a invasion of your privacy Which, or you know, and I'm or personal. I know really nothing of that woman, Teresa Caputo. I'm sure she has a gift. I'm not. I'm not saying she doesn't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not slamming her at all. Yeah. I just don't like that. Not style. being disrespectful right. at all. Just yeah. Right. Not how we do business. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um. I guess the other thing that I was going to say is that, you know, as a spiritual person, I, 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 and one that talks to my guides a lot and feels very guided, um, on my day-to-day life, uh, for the most part, and I, I think, you know, I don't necessarily need a lot of readings from people or whatever, like you said, I, there was a time in life where I got a lot of readings many years ago but as I journeyed down my own road um more and more in depth over the last 10-15 years uh that kind of fell away from because I can do my own readings and and all that however I will a group you have a supportive group of people that can that can give you some guidance yeah but but there are times when I feel like I'm too close to the situation to be objective or whatever, and then I then I will go get a reading, and and most of the time I let spirit guide me to the right reader, and once in a while I get I I there is someone that I occasionally get a reading from, you know maybe once a year at the most, um, and and I don't necessarily agree with her spirituality. I mean like it's not mine. We don't we don't share the same spirituality and sometimes I wonder why would spirit guide me to her she's a lovely person don't get me wrong it's just we don't really believe the same things I think but but uh in some ways I think that can be more but, affirming and I think that it can almost be like hey sometimes you need to talk yeah. to her because she's got something to tell you and it may be because of her perspective is a little different than mine or mm-hmm. a little more so I think that I always listen if spirit says, Hey, you need to talk to that person, get a reading from that person or whatever, I always try to listen. <laughs> so I have a question for you guys. Is there anyone that you know of in in the industry or in your personal realm or whatever, either known or unknown, living or past, that you would love or to have loved having a reading from? Mm. There is for me, I'll tell you, and and I may catch a lot of flack for this, but I think John Edward, I would I would give anything to have a reading from him. And let's I just John think Edward is he, he the medium or the yeah he's okay. a medium yeah uh, he's he, really well known today. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and he's had television shows and stuff too. And I a lot he he catches a lot of criticism, you know that he's. Um, not real or whatever, but I get a strong sense that he he is very much 
gifted and that he very much is telling people things of value and that are you know real reading. Mm-hmm. And I I would love to get a reading from him. <laughs> um, gosh, that's such an awful question because uh, there is a lady that I got a reading from from a store here in Colorado about 10 years ago, and she was so right on about so many things. And I did go to her again, and I don't remember what she said the second time. That was about eight, nine years later. Um, but she was a really wonderful reader. If I were to get the opportunity to read with her again, which I'm not even sure if she ever did this full time, or was really... A, she managed the store, but I felt like I needed to read with her that time. Right. And it was so profound. Mm. Um, so it would be her or somebody like a, a mediumship. Yeah, like a John Edward or a, uh, I can't remember this other guy's name. He's a medium too. He's kind of uh, an interesting looking guy. He really had his own show. Von yes, James Von Prague. Oh, yeah. James Von Prague. I think I, I might be yeah. interested in that. So, yeah. um, and what, you know, I, what I would like some life advice from is Abraham. Oh, yes. I'm a big Abraham fan, so I would love yeah, to be in the hot seat someday. Yes. How about you? Yeah. And I I probably would love to be in the hot seat at a Abraham Hicks thing. Mm-hmm. That would be kind of cool. Um, well, right now, because we just recently did an episode with, and I don't even know if he identifies as a reader per se, but we recently did a, an episode of the podcast with Dave the Mystic, mm-hmm. and I, that's one of the people that I just, I probably oh, yeah. would pay any price just to mm-hmm. spend an hour with the guy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. He's, worth, <laughs> he's very good. He's very good. worth ten times what you turn yeah. I can tell you that. He's done amazing things with me over the years, teaching me, healing, doing healing things, giving me readings. Uh, he, he doesn't give the same kind of reading as like we do, but right. but he can definitely give you information that is useful. <laughs> and helps yeah, it yeah. actually it kind of like is a mixture between clearing and the reading, right? Mm-hmm. So it kind of yeah. brings up some karmic things or past life stuff and clears them with his own methodology, yeah. which is cool. Plus his um I was saying off off mic, um, that or maybe on that I just appreciate so much that this man is an Electrical engineer of mm-hmm. rocket scientist. He's a scientist. Oh how, my god. How, 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 how wonderful is Mel? Exactly. <laughs> how wonderful it is, is it. it to meld metaphysics and these higher realms of understanding mm-hmm. on a spiritual right. level with science? Yes. I mean, I and again, another person would be uh, Joe jo Dispenza. I and love Dr. Joe. Yes. That he's not per se over here, but I love that melding of science and spirituality. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to do some great healing. Mm-hmm. So, and I just want to go on record not to be too self serving <laughs> for our little group here, but you are both extraordinarily talented, and As I would you, anytime would get a reading from either of you. And ditto, ditto, and, and, I, <laughs> and I mean that the most sincerely. And I don't actually feel that way about a lot of people in the world, so. I think we both feel the same way about you and each other as well. For and sure. we're, we're so fortunate that we can just go oh, lunch. I don't know what I would do without my board of advisors. Right. Like, you exactly. guys are, I, yeah, you exactly. guys my board of advisors. And Carrie too. And yeah. I just, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Carrie's a, Carrie's she, another of the owners of the store and she's, she's so wonderful. And she's so understated in terms of 
her psychic abilities. And but so gifted. She, that's what she I love. Come that come that understated profoundness is so cool. Yeah. And where, where, Rebecca, where would we go if we were going to, or Donna, where would we go? If, or where would the client go that you're talking to to get a lead from one of us? Well, we, I'm calling all angels Denver.com. We have a, we have information about all of us, including you, David, on there. And, um, some, you could schedule to come into the center, but we also, uh, do email readings and, or I do, and, um, phone readings or Skype readings. So international. So there's possibilities for an international. Listener, right now. Yeah, you don't have reading. to live in Colorado. I mean, if you do, it's great that we'd love to see you in mm-hmm. person, but you don't have to live here to be able to work with us. And even if you're local and you feel more comfortable getting a reading from your home, mm-hmm. we could do that. And I have a website, thesparklingsoul.com, and that's more about all of my personal services and the, the clearings and the readings and the things that I do. And that's thesparklingsoul.com. That's a way to get in touch with me, Donna. And what kind of reading might our listeners be looking for? Because there are a whole variety of readings that a person could get. So what what kind of options might they have? I do do real general, just general readings. And like I said, that can be done on the phone or in person. Um, I usually use tarot cards for those. And it can just be about anything that you have questions about, that you need some guidance for, you want to hear what spirit has to say. And then... um, there is, I also do some specialized readings. I do uh, an email reading, I just call it Law of Attraction reading, and and it's very specific about your blocks and what's holding you back and what you, you know, I do the reading based on your questions about places where you feel stuck in your life, mm-hmm. and so I give you answers about what got you stuck and where are you going to go, you know, how to get past the stuckness, and, uh, and I do like year ahead readings. We we can look at a year ahead and people either do that. Do you do those with the cards? I do. I, and I usually do that. I can do that over the phone or email either one or in person. Those are really powerful. Well, I've people really love them. And a lot of people like to just come in January and get it for the year ahead that way. But you can also come like on your birthday and get it for the oh, year. You know. Yeah, yeah, because your birthday is your year ahead. Right? Yeah, so that's right. your January, the one yeah. when that birthday falls on. So it's a reset. Those are the kinds of readings that I do. We don't need it. And you've forgotten. Oh. One thing that I think oh. is that you do very powerful is house clearings. Uh, oh, yes. Thank you. I've had, I, as a realtor, I will vouch and say that Dunn has done some wonderful clearing of energies from resistant people or energies that are holding a house back from being sold or for that are, you know, that's causing some emotional issues in your life, even if you're staying in the house. I mean, that's, you want your home to be your sanctuary. And mm-hmm. Donna definitely can, and you, you specialize in remote clearings? I do. Or, or do, do you do, do remote? remote? Okay. Ground anywhere. Mm-hmm. I've had her, I've dragged her along a couple of my, <laughs> of my properties physically, but uh, I know that you do just as well on remote Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've done a lot of remote work mm-hmm. too. Yeah, so yeah. you can answer that yourself. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So yeah, it's I a love, combination I, of both. And I do would love you, working Would you with visit our property if, if it was? Uh, you know, you needed to, circumstances vary with that. Um, I rarely go to the property to do the initial clearing. 
Um, sometimes I'll go to do a blessing mm-hmm. after the clearing, or there needs to be some physical things after I do the remote clearing. So gotcha. I rarely go first. first. Gotcha. Do it so, that it be, so usually not, but once in a while, uh-huh. if to close up the energy, you'll do that physically. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, yeah, and I could say that those are, that's one thing that you just that you love doing. Too. Oh, yeah. That's one of your one of your things dearest to your heart is something to do oh, yeah. properties. Mm-hmm. What about you, well, Miss Rebecca? What kind of readings do you do? Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I would consider myself a very general. And I don't mean that in a generic way. Because right. I say general and I think of black and white labels. But no. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like ramen noodles with no with no branding on them. No, <laughs> not like that. A general meaning that I focus a lot, I mean, let's just be real. Relationships, money, career, health. Mm-hmm. Those are the four things that come up with people the most. Yeah. So I really specialize in that and um I would say that I'm what I do is use the cards for channeling, and um, the cards are again a a validation yeah, and a, a pictorial. Reading. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're pictorial validation and and, and add to the reading. Um, but I, I would I would go with general. Um, what I what I would sometimes I'll refer people to other readers for or healers for energy work on top of that since mm-hmm. that's not something yeah. I do specially. But sometimes it's really nice to have a clearing afterwards. Uh, so I usually can pick up on whether they need to stay or a clearing after that. So um, I would just say the general leader, but with the talent of being a channeler and a business person, because I'm a realtor full time. So I really enjoy putting that both sides of my brain together and giving readings from both sides. Yeah. Rebecca? And I would say I do. I will also add on the general category. But not generic. But not folks. generic. However, <laughs> the the readings that I like best and that I, I kind of specialize to use that term is definitely business readings. Like mm-hmm. you can bring me your question about your business or whether you should be in business or if you have an idea for starting a business or whatever. Oh, that's your cool. reading on that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely money and manifestation. Um, if you're having money struggles or, you know, whatever, or need better understanding of what's happening in your finances, I can do those kind of readings as well. Um, and then health, for sure. And then mm-hmm. um, I kind of leave the relationship. So would you consider yourself a medical David. intuitive? I would consider myself not so much a medical intuitive, but okay. more a more a health, an energetic health. Intuitive. Gotcha. Okay. So I cannot diagnose. There are psychics out there who are very gifted in being able to pinpoint different areas of the body that are mm-hmm. struggling or ill or whatever. I'm not that kind of an intuitive. I can definitely so like energy, energy yeah, that okay. kind of thing, and and how to move those along or you know, yeah. uh, what you might be holding on to from past experiences that is affecting your health mm-hmm. and things like that. Emotional and physical. Yes. Correct. Yeah. And I, and I was just going to say, because I think both of you are the same as me on this, but there's one thing I will always say about my readings is they are intended to help you move forward, to help you heal, to help you to, to do something purposeful with whatever your questions are. And I, I always think about it like this, like, instead of being a fortune teller or a future teller or whatever, 
you know, somebody who comes to me and says, hey, is my boyfriend cheating on me? Mm. And they want me to look at the cards and tell them. Now, I can tell you whether they are or not or what the cards say about that, but what I, but really, if you're coming to me for a reading, what you're going to get is, why are you with someone who, who makes you trust you, who, 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 who you think is cheating on you and all that, and, and where can you shift your energy to, to create a better situation and all of that? I, you know, I'm not here to tell you what someone else is doing. I'm here to talk to you about how to, to use what you're doing to create a better life. And that's how I look at it. Oh, wow. That's really an interesting point of view on that, too. Because and, but you're that way, too. And you're well, that yeah. way, too. Yeah. You're both that way. It's more you may not a, yeah. verbalize it exactly like that, but that's exactly what you guys do. Yeah, it's like, what are you doing to attract the What is your responsibility around this? this? And is there a reason? That, I mean, is there, are there signs that you're being pushed for, being pushed to look at by spirit? Mm-hmm. In order to make changes for yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, so we have given you a right? lot to chew on, Happy Reader. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so if you are if you are considering having a reading, and we do highly recommend it, it can be quite informative and even fun. Um, definitely, uh, you want to go to the Calling All Angels there or her. The Calling All Angels Denver dot com website where we do have an online scheduler and all of our bios are there. Or you can even call the shop at yes. 720 uh, 67 2094. I don't know why my brain. <laughs> we Let's just had it. a moment. Let's say it again. 720 667 2094. And you can always email us at Denver at gmail.com. On that note, we are the energy of, and we would love to hear your comments, your thoughts, your questions even, so please feel free to leave them in the comments wherever you listen to this podcast, or email the energy of podcast at gmail.com, and maybe we'll use your question or comments on a future episode. Until then, I'm Rebecca. I'm Donna. And this is David. And we are the, the energy, energy of. of.